This is Blue Internet and Podcast Radio Show. And as always, take care of each other.
for joining us if you've if you've tuned in already. It takes a little bit for everybody to to get online and get their browsers up and their drinks in their hands and so I kinda try to hang out and play a couple tunes in the beginning. Uh tonight we have a very, very special show. We have um we have some special guests and I think that you all are going to learn some things tonight. Especially if you're you're fans of the the era of seventies and eighties music. Um you're just going to have it. Um, you're in for a treat. And, and if you've ever listened to uh, my 70s and 80s show, um, you're also in for a treat. If you are on the underground right now and you're just tuning in, and I had originally said that there would be a live feed, tonight there will not be a live feed. So sorry about that. Uh, next show, I'll do a live feed, but tonight we have too much going on. So it's just me and Tony. We're kind of hanging out. And uh, Tony, is the um, is the chat room up? The uh, the little Facebook chat room under the the station page. Um, let me refresh. Okay. If you want to talk, there's a there's an area under the station that you guys can leave comments. Talk. It's not a live chat, but uh, it is a comment and it does refresh. So I won't be able to see him during the show. Tony may be able to see him. Uh, we won't be taking requests tonight. By the way, we have uh, a lot to pack in in two hours time. So, but you guys are in for a treat. Uh, if you are listening live and you, you can't make it for the whole show, tomorrow night, Friday night, uh, the show will be syndicated on milehighradio.com, and that's milehighradio.com. And uh, they, they syndicate us every week now, every Friday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. So if you don't catch me live, because we, we kind of do a show at different times and different days of the week, then you can catch us uh, stationary on, on their channel being syndicated. So we're going to hang out, and uh, I'm going to play another Prince song. Uh, those two songs I played were opened up with were, were covers, obviously, and um, especially the Betcha by Golly. Well, one, I wanted to talk about that for a minute because Prince was very uh, big on wanting those old-school doo-wop groups and vocal groups to get paid. And so he frequently would cover one of their songs. So I guess that it maybe it would step up their royalty. So, you know, he was just a good guy. And uh, that's why I uh, I went ahead and uh, wanted to play that because one of our guests tonight is Marshall Thompson of the Shy Lights, and he is one of the bands that I'm talking about that Prince loves so much. And uh, I believe not not long before his death, uh, was uh, planning to cover one of the Shy Lights songs. But we'll talk about that a little later with Marshall. In the meantime, I'm going to go ahead and uh, play another Prince song, and we're going to give everybody a chance to uh, settle in and uh, get your drinks, get the kids in bed, and whatever else you need to do to enjoy yourself. You are listening to The Underground. Thanks for listening. Yeah. 
Marshall Thompson of the Shy Lights, and he's going to be joining us hopefully at some point soon. And he's going to be calling in hopefully in about the next 10 or 15 minutes. But I wanted to play uh, a couple of his songs for you that feature him uh, within the group, the, the Shy Lights. As, as most of you know, when they first started, uh, it was Eugene Record, um, and then and his wonderful voice, amazing. And then uh, in the later years, when I uh, hooked up with the Shy Lights and started doing some projects with them, Coral and Marshall and Frank, they all kind of, uh, they all kind of uh, you know, switched off on the songs, on the, especially the good ones. Um, but Marshall is the last one standing. He's the last man standing. He is the uh, the godfather of vocal groups, and he is retiring next year. So when he calls in, we're going to talk about that a little bit. But I'm going to go ahead and play another one of his songs, and this one's called Hot on a Thing. Hot on a Thing. And this is Marshall Thompson, or, or so we say the Shy Lights featuring Marshall Thompson. You are listening to NPG Underground Radio. Uh, if you're just tuning in, hang in there with me. We got a one great show coming.
I like absolutely timeless that song is and that was Shy Lights as you all know and uh, before that we played Marshall Thompson and the Shy Lights Hot on a Thing and before that we played Hold On To Your Dreams featuring Marshall Thompson and Marshall Thompson is uh, the last man standing of the of the Shy Lights um, God rest everyone's soul he's the last one here and uh, we can't be more happy about it. Um, he actually um, has a book out, I believe, called The Last Man Standing that uh, he can talk a little bit about. And um, he's, he's just amazing. And he, he's actually becoming, uh, quickly becoming uh, a friend of the show because this is the second time he's actually called in to hang out with me. How you doing, Marshall? How you doing? Everything, everything is sounding good to you there. 
Yeah, yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Well, that was you. That was you guys singing. So <laughs> you're just making me look sound good over here. But it sounded good from your station. That's amazing. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And and before you called in, we played uh, uh, "Hold On to Your Dreams," which is just beautiful. And, uh, and then we played "Hot on a Thing." I don't know if you might have come in on the tail end of that one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you know, we have quite a show tonight. And uh, we have uh, we have a couple a couple things in common. Uh, you know, Marshall and I we talked about this on the last show. Um, we have known each other. I don't know. It's probably going on 15 years now, Marshall. I think 2000. Yep. I think that's what it is. So 18, is. 18 years. And uh, we've we've been working together. He's he's like a brother to me, and we, and we share a, another brother in common, uh, and that's how we actually met. And uh, I, you know, we just we just we're just one big family. You know, right, Marshall? We just kind of like. We could go years and not not work together and not talk to each other, and then we can just pick up the phone or Facebook Messenger, and there we are. Right, Marshall? We're just right oh, there yeah. for each other. Yeah, well, you know, the Internet really brought a lot of quick families together. You know, I'm, and I'm definitely on it every day. The Internet, so if you want to look for me, and they go on my website, you can find, you know, shoutlights.info. And uh, I just have a great time and the pleasure of being on the show with you. Yeah, Marshall, you know, Info. I believe we, you and I started that website together about 15 years ago. Do you remember that? I remember. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that, and it has come a long way since, and so have you. You're very, very good at technology, by the way. Well, well, hey, you know, I've been doing it a while on technology now. Uh, my wife passed away. Uh, uh, she's been gone now 22 years. I can't believe it. She first got me into the Internet and I, and I couldn't believe it. I said, what? I, give me a pencil and paper. I don't need no internet. And uh, <laughs> I've been messing around with it all this time, and now I can't get off of it. Yep, that's what happens. That's what happens. You know, and I'm glad that you, you mentioned that because you, you, you've lost a lot of people. And, you know, we were talking the other day briefly uh, in that, about the trailer, how many people in that trailer have gone or not here with us anymore. Um, oh, it's just yeah, kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, yeah. So since you bring up your wife and and we know we're talking about that, I kind of wanted to play this song for you while we're uh, waiting for our other guests to join us. But uh, I think this is live, and uh, you may not even you don't even know what it is yet. But I'm gonna go ahead and play it. You are listening to NPG Underground Radio, and this is the Shy Lights, and this one is definitely featuring Marshall Thompson. Some of us cry 
Coldest day of my life. Highlight featuring Marshall Thompson. Marshall, that that song is just beautiful. How how can you not? How do you get through that song without crying every time? <laughs> All the time. 
Yeah, yeah. You sing it while you're crying. I, I don't. I, I can feel yeah, that I, actually. I, I sing it on stage while I'm crying. Yeah, I, I bet, I bet, I bet. So we were talking earlier. We were kind of telling the listeners a little bit of our history and how far back we go. And uh, and you and I were introduced by a, a very important person to both of us. He, he's my brother. Well, he's he's my brother, and that's and in a way that's better than blood. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I believe he's. Also, brother to uh, to Marshall and Guy, are you there? Yes, I'm here. How are you? Hi, Guy. How are you? Say hi to Marshall. Good. There's I, Guy. You guys. Hey, hey Guy. Hey. How you feel? Everything How's everybody great. home? How's yeah, everybody, everybody home? Doing everybody. Everybody doing great. You know. Oh, give everybody yeah, a big kiss from us up here. You know that. We love you. Yeah, we we were just Chicago Theater last week. You had a standing ovation there. During that coldest day. Oh, the coldest days. Yeah, the coldest days it. of my life. That song I just played is uh that's a tearjerker. Sure it is, boy. Let me tell you, one of my favorites too. Yeah, yeah. So, we do, we, we, we turn all the lights out on the in the theater, but everybody put their cell phone lights on and the smoke comes up from the stage and people just go crazy crying. See, that's how I think you should have just retired. Close the lights and you just disappear. <laughs> that's brilliant. Wait, where's Marshall? Well, uh, this is the disappearing tour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Snapped his fingers and he was gone. So wait, you guys So you guys worked on, just to catch our listeners up, you guys actually worked on a song together, didn't you? Yeah, well, uh Worked on a song. I, I, I mean, let me tell you how that all started. Song that I wrote, and uh, I was in the middle of working on a record with the legendary Carl Davis, producer Carl Davis, who produced everybody from Jackie Wilson, the Shy Light, Duke, of, uh, Duke Ellington, uh, Satchmo, some of the greatest and forever, you know. And his music will go down forever. So I was in the middle of working on my first solo album, which has, hasn't been released yet. And I came up with this song called and I was so excited to play it with someone, and I played it with Carl Davis. And Carl says to me, Guy, you know, I, I don't know if this belongs on the album, but you can't forget your brothers. My brothers? I think, he says to me, I think the shy lights, the background's on there. And that's how it all came about, you know? Nice. And, uh, and I, I was so thankful that Marshall, when I came to Chicago, put everybody together to make that happen. They're singing the hook. They are singing the chorus for me, and uh, they did such a great job. Such a great job. They, they, they really, they really did. I actually, I actually have it here, and I'm going to play it. Since uh, I'm going to let Marshall tell his side of that story after I play this song. But this is peace. Guy, did you you actually did you actually write the entire like all the music and lyrics? I, and I wrote it. I wrote it. I played most of the instruments. I played everything but uh, saxophone and and uh, guitar. Billy Hector played guitar, and saxophone was done by Danny Walsh. And uh, but the rhythm section is go to me, and and uh, some of the backgrounds are me. And but uh, and I took that all out when Marshall came to the to the table because it's just the the backgrounds they did really set the whole thing right in the right spot. Gave it the whole vibe, you know. Yeah, Beautiful. yeah. Well, let, let's let's let the listeners listen to it. This is uh, MP3 Underground Radio, and you are hanging out with me and Marshall Thompson of the Shy Lights. 
and Guy Daniel of City Lights Recording Studio. And I'm about to play their song that they have actually collaborated together with, and it's called Peace. Thanks for hanging out. Let it be. Peace. Guy, your, your voice is just uh, amazing. I don't know how you haven't put out about 100 top 10 albums by now. Well, thank you. Well, you, you may have, but not singing. 
Well, it's it's a different thing today, you know. I mean, Marshall could tell you. To be, uh, you'd have your record promoted by promotion teams. Now the Internet is clogging all kinds of stuff up in the, in the airways because people are starting to get found online. Why should the record companies pay big, big money when they could find something that somebody's doing in their living room and have a whole lot more money promoted? They don't pay the act. That's what's happening right. today. Exactly. You know? And so, uh, and, and and you have acts like Marshall who are who are still being uh, ingenious enough to find ways around that, and uh, you know, doing his own promotion online all the time. Marshall's sure. constantly promoting. And Marshall's got that live show that's just phenomenal. Marshall, I got to tell you, your shows are just fabulous. It's, I got to tell you, people, you walk in from. Song one to the last minute, you're hearing nothing but records from from the beginning to the end, and it's just amazing. And my, the only problem that I had was when, when I go to a satellite's concert, I got to make sure that the person next to me could sing because everybody's singing. If you if you sing if you're sitting next to somebody that can't sing, well, it, it, it kind of makes you want to move. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. We had the Chicago Theater last week. Everybody in the whole building sung our whole show. We was on stage doing our thing, singing them hits. The old girl, have you seen her? Toby, write a letter to myself, power to the people. I mean, I mean, it was crazy. I mean, and but everybody's singing the show for us. If we, if we Marshall, sing tonight, it don't make it don't matter. Everybody else sing. You, you know, you can almost one night put microphones out in the audience, uh, like the people don't know. Right. And just record that whole audience singing your songs because that's got to be amazing. Yeah, right? that's amazing. Just amazing. That's amazing. And I really enjoyed it. And that peace song, the song Stone Smash. And uh, I want to, yeah, I'll be glad when we kind of release it where we can put it on the internet around the world and, and we can really go with that because that is a, should have heard it sounding in my car. Sitting in my car now, and what a sound! Oh, yeah, well, that, that song, you, that song's you know, amazing. You know what? You know what, Marcel? I didn't realize when I wrote it. When kids are bringing guns to school, is one of the lines. Wow! When kids are bringing guns to school to make friends. Then that's when we need peace. And I tell you what, I'm so glad you you, you helped me with the message because because we got to do something about what's going on. You know? Yep. Right. Right. Well, hey, it's a long, it was a long time coming, you know, like we see on the yeah. record. So, but this, now is the time, even if we go through uh, uh, Spotify, we go through it, all through the Internet, we're going to sell platinum records off of that record just on the, on the Internet alone. Well, thanks. You know, they, they, they kind of, what, what's great is you recognize it in the Freedom Walk back a few years ago uh-huh. in, in Chicago when you had the Freedom Walk, and it was so nice hearing my music. Uh, in places where, you know, other people were listening to it, too. I want to thank you for that. And, well, um, we, well, we're going to get on it more. I'm going to give you just sitting here in the car, just listening to uh, how you mixed it and everything up there in Jersey. You did a great job. I heard your Congo coming through it, and I'm sitting up here dancing to myself in the car, singing my, hearing me sing. Oh, yeah. Well, just start listening. I just so our listeners now want to interrupt for a second because I didn't give uh, my brother enough of a, of a proper introduction, but he uh, owns City Lights Recording Studio in Jersey and has recorded everybody from, you know, Cher to, to Tiny Tim probably, you know, <laughs> and I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he did record Tiny Tim. He probably did, guy. 
And uh, so he he's been around. He's he's seen them come and go. He has helped people come and go, and he is a musical and recording genius. Speaking, so if you're in Jersey, you're speaking looking for a studio. Uh, well, well, speaking of coming and going, I got to tell you, one of the greatest memories of my life that I had, okay? There you go. Was a Monday, going this one. a Monday, a, a Monday when, when I, didn't, I had off from school, so I went to work with my dad. And it was up at 1650 Broadway, Marshall May. Remember going up to 1650. That was the middle of the music business building in New York, 1650 Broadway. And my dad, my dad had the top floor with uh, Queen Booking. And I remember as a kid, Sunday night before, my father saying to me, well, you know, you're going to come into work with me tomorrow. And guess who's coming? Marshall. Marshall and the Shy Lights are coming. And now you've got to realize, as, as a kid, as a kid, hearing the skylights in my living room, thinking, that, oh, my God, I'm going to meet them tomorrow at Daddy's work or at my father's work. And then being there and watching how the whole office was starstruck when the skylights walked in. The, the skylights walked in. It was just amazing. I bet they were. We had a great, well, we had a great time of seeing everybody. Uh, uh, his dad, I mean, his dad really just took our record all the way to the top. Place, you know, and I, I couldn't believe some of the stuff that his father does with our product. So I was just waiting around and he said everything that he told us he was going to do, he did everything. And that was amazing to me. Starting with O'Girl, put you on stage with O'Girl, didn't he? Well, he it, let's, he. let's start with the start. The biggest kick was, you know, tell him what show, Marshall. Well, we was on the Flip Wilson, so we was on the number one TV show in the, in the United States. And uh, we took our Have You Seen It there. That was our number one record, Have You Seen It. And then uh, Carl made us bring Old Girl with us. And, uh, well, four weeks later, after we got off the Flip Wilson show, Old Girl came on at number one. It was crazy. Now, I think the pre-orders were something like 2 million units the next day. That's what it was. The, the pre-order. After Flip Wilson, everybody the next day went to the records. Everybody. It was yep. just amazing. It and, was amazing. And and can you and you can't blame them, I, you know. And I I remember nope. you telling me that that's the figures that and maybe I thought it might have been three million, but it was a lot. <laughs> and the next right. day it's gone, off the shelves, off the shelves. Well, it's an amazing song. Uh, and Marshall, just just uh, we talked about this in our our show that we did a couple weeks ago, where Marshall started as the drummer for Gladys Knight and the Pips and then learned the road and went back and formed the Shy Lights and was able to to take them on the road and the rest is history. Sure was. I mean, uh, when I was with Gladys Knight in 59, uh, when I come back, went on there and started, we first got that uh, um, uh, Give It Away record and then all of a sudden we came up with the Give More Power to the People, which is our first million seller. And then we came along after that with that Have You Seen Her. And uh, 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 T took us all the way to the I mean, um, nonstop. We was filling up stadiums and arenas, just back to back. You know, it was just crazy. What what year did you guys do peace? Uh, well, I, I think it was 2012 that, that, um, that I kind of finished it up and then brought it down to Chicago. 
2012. Nice. I think I remember it, that was the year. Because you, I think you played it for me maybe 2013, the first time I heard it. Yeah. And so um, I don't. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure if uh, when I first heard it, if the Shy Lights were on it. Well, you know who else is on there is is uh, the same year that we had recorded it was Denroy's role, uh, Den- Denroy Morgan was role model of the year that in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And um, so Denroy, when, when he heard the song, um, he just couldn't help himself but but be a part of it, you know. And and uh, actually on on Denroy's last record, it's gone out as the peace prayer, where Denroy's actually praying and the shy lights are doing the background peace. It's just amazing. Oh, wow. But, but uh, yeah, so so it's called the peace prayer on Denroy Morgan's album, but it's peace. Which is another thing, you know, which is funny, when we had finished this up, Carl Davis wanted to put it out as the shy lights during Guy Daniel. And I said, well, you, you know, you know, I, I got to tell you some, something, Carl. I mean, I, I, we got to ask Marshall if you're going to stick me in the middle of the shy lights. Uh, I mean, I got to see right. how about it. And I got to tell you right. something. It, it was just when Marshall called me. And said to me, "What are you getting? You like our little brother? Just made me feel so good." And and uh, yeah. and then Marshall said, "This message we had to hold hands while we're while we're singing it, you know. The yeah. message is so important." <laughs> well, he well, had that it, sound. He had that sound on his voice. And then his voice could have took that record and still could take that record all the way to the top. On them, he once once we really get to put it out there, get on out there, that record is still gonna go to the silver. Oh yeah, it will, and it's going to be one of those one of those timeless records. And and you know, there's there's so many of those that that we have that that we don't we don't have now. We need some more timeless records. And I, yeah. uh, my listeners know this. I frequently have a uh, '70s and '80s show, and I and that I play on purpose because I I want people to hear, you know, what where the real music basically and, and what it sounds like, so they don't forget. And uh, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to kind of segue into this, but. One of the uh, the staples on that show, is, as far as being in rotation all the time, is, is one of my favorite songs. And uh, we just happen to have the, uh, the artist who sings that song going to be joining us here in a second. And I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and play it. And I know that you'll remember this song. Um, it is called Romeo's Tune. And it's just it's another timeless one. I mean, it could easily be on the charts, charts today. And I know we'll talk about it, Guy, when, when it's over, but I know you agree with me. Okay, I don't think I was lying in right now. Here is Steve Forbert.
I wanted to give you plenty of applause, Steve. Thanks for joining us. Steve, uh, I believe that song was off the album Jack Rabbit Slim. Is that right? That is correct. Keep, keep those kind of questions coming. I know those answers. Yes. <laughs> and I happen to know them, too, because I looked them up before I started the show. <laughs> but I do know that it was in 1979 because it's one of my absolute favorite songs from that area. And uh, I appreciate you coming on the show. Guy, I have you live on as well, and I have Marshall on. And what I'm going to do is, um, Steve, talk a little bit about how you and Guy know each other, and I'm going to kind of step back and let you guys take over for a little bit. Well, I'll talk about um, Guy is a uh, recording engineer, a record producer, and um, he's also done some work with film here on the Jersey Shore, which is where I'm calling from. So I've known Guy for a few years now, and he's helped me make a couple of videos, and we've we've done a a few recordings together. So um, I've known Guy for a while, and he's got a nice studio that's happening in Farmingdale, New Jersey, and he's on the air right now. He he is. It's uh. Have you uh Guy uh have you told him about the show yet? Has he been on the show or your show? Uh-huh. Um, no, no, I, I haven't told Steve about it yet. Um, this would be a perfect opportunity to yeah, tell him and you and your listeners. I, I've got this concept called Records in Your Best Friend's Room. And okay. everybody's got that memory of being turned on to music in their best friend's room or, or turn your, your best friend on to music in your room. And so I do this pre-recorded show and I premiere it at a party, a gathering at this and it's I've done two so far uh, and they've been amazing. Uh, my first guest was Danny McCune and uh, who's a Philadelphia radio personality and he's the coordinator, the sound coordinator for shows such as Dancing on Air and Dance Party USA in Philadelphia and we do the show with Danny and we premiered it at a, at a live event at the outside uh, and um, my second show was with done with Danny Aiello um, actor Danny Aiello and we're getting ready to premiere that one too I haven't put any date together for that but that's the concept records in your best friend's room turning people on to music in my room are and, you playing uh, a lot of Justin Bieber these parties guys <laughs> that and, and, and Partridge Fam okay. <laughs> perfect <laughs> you know, um, but I tell you what, Steve, it's, it's really, really nice to have you here. And um, he's got a little bit of a, a radio fetish, too, if you'd like to. Oh, I'd love um, to hear about any kind of fetish. Well, I, Steve. No, we, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you mean that really, Blue. But no, anyway, no, no, it's just that I've got a, a massive record collection and possibly as many um well maybe uh compact discs and guy guy and i have talked at, at times we've tried to make a couple of radio pilots just so pilots just so i could see what it might be like but i i think a lot of people with a big radio uh, record collection do kind of have an urge to share a lot of their favorites with people i'm, I'm sure you agree yeah I, that's why uh, i started so, this radio station yeah so I I I kind of feel the same way. I'm gonna go back out. I've 
I've been down with some surgery and I am recuperating, but I'm going to start playing again in May. And um, that that's what's really my first concern now. And I um, I don't know if the radio thing is really a uh, a priority for me, um, but I would love to do it. But I'm going to go out, start playing again, and then release a, a record soon. I guess in a, a, about three months, and it's going to come out simultaneously with a um, a memoir I've written called uh, "Big City Cat: My Life in Folk Rock." So that's uh, it's theoretically going to be a pretty you know, big year for me because I'm certainly not going to write one of these books again or, you know, this this is the story of all of these years. And um, so that's it. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to do another one. And this one has proven to be, it's a, a pretty, it's not a massive Tolstoy kind of work, folks. It's, it's 250 pages or so, but it's taken a couple of years to write it. So that's enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I can't wait to see it. Well, yeah, thank you. Do you have any dates uh set where you're gonna be and where you'll will be performing in May? Yes. Um, the first one is gonna be close here in a place called Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania. And okay. then there are gonna be um four in a row. I'm going down to Wilmington, North Carolina on I think May nine. May 10 will be uh, near Atlanta, Georgia, at Eddie's Attic. 11 is going to be Jacksonville, Florida. And then there's quite a drive to uh, Sarasota, Florida for the 12th. I think that's the way it – those are the correct dates. So I'm okay. going to dive right back in. And uh, those, nice. that, that will be fun. You can't, it's because you can't keep a good man down. Exactly. Well, thank you, Guy. I would like to have yeah, been yeah. down there earlier this month. We've had so much cold weather, but I think we're getting out of it now. I think so. Hopefully. Thank God. Hopefully. Steve, I'll be in Guy's uh, studio the 10th, 10th or 11th. We're going to maybe possibly do uh, a radio show together. And, uh, You're or, talking or, about April? Uh, May. 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 Oh, okay. I see. All right. You're on tour. I'll be I'll be going that for that one. Yeah, yeah. So, but do you have a website that uh, and you know as you add dates, our our listeners can check back and look. Absolutely, it's stevefulbert.com, and there's a Facebook page too. Um, I've just had a lot of success with a photograph of of um, me and my my cat. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a best. thousand likes on this, so. I've got to put up more pictures in the kitten that's becoming a cat. That seems to be what people cats. want. <laughs> yes, the internet loves cats. I don't, I'm not. I don't know why. But... <laughs> so I, I think so. Yeah, I'm the cat probably got a whole bunch of likes. Well, th- Steve, I know you have to run, and I really appreciate you you dropping in. At, you know, like I said, the last minute, and I I hope that to have you back. Well, Blue, thank you, and good luck. And, Guy, I'll see you soon. Okay. Can't wait, Steve. All right. Can't wait Thanks to again, new Steve. Stuff. See you. Have a good show. <laughs> nice. Bye. Thanks. Thanks so Bye. much, Steve. Young.
That was Prince and Slow Love, and you are listening to Instagram Radio. Thanks for listening. If you have been listening the whole show, we had Marshall Thompson on from the Shy Lights, and we hung out with him and talked with him a little bit. Uh, my brother from City Lights Recording Studio, Guy Daniel, he came on, and he's still with us hanging out. Uh, and then we had Steve Forbert. He came in. That was amazing because we got to, uh, to hang out with him and, uh, and play Romeo's tune. And now we have another special guest with us that I'm very excited about. Uh, and Guy, I'm going to let you introduce him. He's he's here, but I'm going to let you bring him on. Let me tell you first and foremost, this man respects the arts, all the arts. He's a radio personality. He was also at one time the talent coordinator for such shows as Dancing on Air and Dance Party USA. He's a record producer has worked with some of Philadelphia's finest, and I don't want to throw out any names. Let him do it. His name is, his name is Danny McCune. Danny, are you there? Yo, yo, yo. How you guys doing? Good. How you doing? All right, pal. Not too bad. I got done making a meatloaf on the grill that was off the chart. 
Now, when you say, you know, you talk about a meatloaf, honest to God, I'm telling you right now, and you know what I did a little different? Am I allowed to discuss food a little bit here before we start talking music? You can discuss, you can discuss whatever you want. I am – so I make a meatloaf on the grill. I don't know whether too many people do that, but a couple of eggs, and, uh, of course, I chopped up some onions, got some real, real lean burger, and uh, mixed it up with breadcrumbs seasoning so i throw it on the grill let it slow bake on the top shelf oh my god you talk you know this was better than that that's all i could tell you <laughs> this, <laughs> because this is, everybody what's funny that about... ate it tonight everybody that ate it tonight everybody rolls their eyes are going oh but isn't that what you do when you have sex <laughs> <laughs> what, what's what's funny is 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 i'm a vegetarian so this is kind of like a oh, funny okay. conversation to me. <laughs> All right, so then let me take it over from here. Let me take it over now. I'm going to yeah, say you this much. Now you got you, you got to have one of those meatloaf when you get here. I'll have the barbecue fired up to any temperature you need. Dude, we'll make a vegetarian meatloaf, okay? Thank you, <laughs> thank you. And and in honor, of the, we'll have to call it both. Oh, yeah, the there you go. You got Listen to. to him, Mr. Smooth. <laughs> yeah, he is. Sure. Those days he are is. over. He is right. This, I've oh, learned so well, much from him. I, I learned, I've learned how to ahead. flirt from Guy. I learned the the one-liners, the pickuppers, everything from Guy. Just watching Guy and listening. So, oh yeah, he, you know he, he's something because it's funny. If if you, I knew Guy since he still looks the same as he did in eighty-eight, eighty-nine. <laughs> right? I, I don't he does. know what the deal is or what he's been eating or drinking, but I'll tell you what. You know, he still looks good and and what is in your wife. Your wife was right. Your eyes do need to be checked. All of us. I'm gonna i I'm gonna throw it right back at both of you. My God, we get the same as, as when I met her, okay, and that was almost twenty some odd years ago. Yeah. You and the music kept us young. I mean, I don't know how oh, yeah. we can. Whatever age you are, it's a cool forty nine. Or a cool 50, whatever it is. Well, let me tell you, you did it right, and I think the music what did it for all of us, you know? Well, you know what? I just had so this same conversation that. with a friend of mine. Um, oh, I'm sorry. We have a, I'm sorry. We have a bit of a lag. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dan. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, lagging. no, we do. I think that, yeah, there's a uh, delay. So, uh, no, no, no. Go ahead. You, you go first, and then, and then I'll go. Okay. Well, I was just, uh, just going to say that we, I was just having the same conversation uh, with a, Another friend of mine uh, who, who who's trying to claim being old, <laughs> and I said, "Listen, you know, rock and roll gave birth to you for a reason. You're gonna always be young. Stop that, you know." <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. So I turned uh, 64 uh, last December, and you know, when when I was younger, and you remember the Beatles, "When I get older, losing my hair." I always thought, yeah, when I'm 64, I'm going to be losing my hair, you know, and I knew a lot of guys. As a matter of fact, I remember my grandfather at 64. He was this little old man with pain, you know. Here I am, 64, and mentally, I still feel like I'm in my 30s. And you know what? Yep. It's because of, and it's because of the music. And if you live that rock style, I mean, some guys didn't make it through, but a lot of them, especially like Guy, I mean, when you live that, you know, you, you, I don't know. It's, it's something mentally that keeps you uh, going. And, you know, it's funny. Uh, me, I like to do a lot of walking. And uh, because my, I'm starting to get that arthritis and, and my knees are locking up and you get that pain. But as long as I walk, 
it always makes me feel better. And as I'm walking, I play rock. And you know what? I'll walk for miles. I'll do like uh, on a weekend, like on a Saturday, I'll walk 12 miles and I'll put on a podcast with rock and roll. And I'm not thinking about the walking. I'm like, all of a sudden it's done. It's like a couple hours later. So there is something that does keep you young. And I think it's a mental thing, you know, because I, I, most of the guys that I know that are musicians, like, for instance, Kenny Jeremiah, who was with the, uh, the band The Soul Survivors. Back in 1968, they had a uh, hit in Philadelphia called uh, Expressway to Your Heart. Now, Kenny, he just turned 75 years old. I just saw a video of him and, uh, and Leon Huff of Gamble and Huff. And Kenny's still out there. He's singing, he's twirling, he's dancing. And of course, he dyed his hair. But, you know, other than that, same. He hasn't changed. But it's the music that keeps them young, you know? It keeps them yep. dancing. It keeps them limber. And there is something to it. Yep, it's the music. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look at, look at the Stones. No, you look, look at, at the, the Stones. stones. <laughs> 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 yeah, but you know what? It, it, it's bad that was they good. look. They're still doing it, though. You know what I mean? Look at Mick. I mean, they how are. many people his age can go up there, jump around on stage? He's up there dancing nonstop. He puts his heart and soul into it. You know, I don't think maybe when Mick gets done, he goes back to his hotel room, you know, takes a couple of, you know, uh, painkillers and washes down with whiskey. You know, who knows? But you know what? He's still doing it, you know? And it's surprising. Yep. Even Keith Richards. I mean, look at him. As bad as yeah, he Yeah, let me tell you looks. something. Paul McCartney. I went to the last tour, uh, uh-huh. last tour. The tour is happening now. I I saw him in uh, North Jersey. He didn't have a drink of water for. Him. Is and that right? Out there, yeah. Belton, song after song after song after song, and just the energy. So it's the music. It's definitely in. Yep. So it I, is. It is. Guys, so- no, I'm I'm actually just agreeing. I was going to mention before how how good Charlie looks with the Stones. He hasn't changed at all. Like everybody else aged around him. Probably oh, no. He just looks the same. So, so Guy had a uh, party last year. He had his uh, first party over at City Lights, and uh, he was premiering the first records in your best friend's room. And uh, I was fortunate. I was the first uh, interview that he did. But at the party that night was Lloyd Price. Now, Lloyd Price, uh, back in the late 50s, had a string of hits. Late 50s, early 60s, he had Stagger Lee. He had uh, 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 over, and o- over and over. He had so many hits. And, of course, he had the very first rock song, which was uh, Laudie Miss Claudie. And, uh, you know, and, and go and read, I mean, everybody claims, you know, that maybe some of the rock songs, of course, Bale Haley in the comments. But, you know, if you take a listen to Lloyd's song, you know, there's no dispute. He had one of the first. But Lloyd, at stage, guy still looked unbelievable. And, of course, you know, he's still performing. It's got to be the music that keeps him alive because, you know, he's out there. He's taking care of himself. And, uh, and of course, I guess you got to do that if you want to survive, you know, and eat, you know. But, uh, yeah, there's something about the music that keeps, uh, keeps you. Uh, although my wife says to me, because I say to her, you know, I don't look my age. She says that's because you're immature. You know, so I didn't know whether to slap her or I say, like, hey, uh, you know, you might be right. <laughs> It's nice. Pretty funny. So uh, Lloyd is still playing down in Who's that? Oh yeah, he yeah still does things up. I think in New York he had a play, didn't he, guy? Uh, up there. Yeah, I'm um, actually. 
they just did a reading that's going to be uh, the life story of Lloyd Price. And let me tell you something, man, the reading, I, I had the privilege to be at the reading, which was the first time all of the actors were in the room together, play, and the band was there. It was, and, and the investors who, who took this on, I mean, it was just an amazing event. The band was smoking, and there's three Lloyds in the play. There's three different Lloyd Prices, three different ages, and let me tell you, it's an amazing story. The fun, I mean, everybody comes out singing songs, uh, and, and it, it, it's going to be a, a great show. Um, I don't know if they've decided upon the title yet. You know, it's the life story of Lloyd Price, and I'm sure uh, nice. Lordy Miss Claudie's going to be in there somewhere. Nice. Just well, that's brilliant. And, you know, and, and, and cover music of any age, got to catch a lot of these acts because, I mean, everybody's getting old. And I don't think they – like last year, there was just such a, a stream of artists that had died. And it's a shame – because, you know, a lot of these people, and if you stop and think about it, we lived during the times when rock and roll was being pioneered, you know? And, and, and you know, we were fortunate, like Guy and I talk about this all the time, we were fortunate to see uh, Mono go to stereo. You know, I worked in studios when they were just Mono Studios, then they went to four-track, then you saw eight-track, the 16-track. And when 24 tracks came out, and we thought, wow, what are we going to do with all those tracks? And then, of course, then 32 track, and now today you have unlimited tracks. But, you know, we were fortunate to see that progress within the industry and that type of technology. Uh, you know, I've seen black and white to color TV. We've seen three channels to uh, – we had VHS, UHF. Now all of a sudden, you know, i got a 1,000 channels on my television with countless channels that I could watch on the internet. So, mm -hmm. you know, we've seen all this stuff with technology. So what's next? You know, you ever stop and think about that another 10 years, 20 years? I mean, what is, you know, does it stay yeah. this or is there something else that, that happens that, you know, people, you know, for entertainment wise that they can go to. It's, uh, it's, it's really exciting. Yeah. I think we're, we're running out of, ideas and I hate to say that and I don't mean musically um, musically the musicians are still out there and I always encourage my listeners to support local music especially because that's where the, the good the good music is uh, down the street at your local bar sometimes that's that's where the uh, next hit record is you know and uh, so, when you so talk about how far we've come if you uh, have seen and I've told my listeners this the documentary on YouTube it's it's a short one about how uh, the song I'm Not in Love by P10CC was made. Uh, if you haven't seen that, go watch that because it wasn't copying and pasting like they can do today, you know. No, yeah. you know, back, back in the days, what we would do was we would cut about five, six to ten versions of the song, and then we would go back and listen to all those versions because most of the time everything was cut live. And you would pick out the best version of that song. That's why, you know, I go to Walmart. and Of course, in the Walmart, they'll be playing music. And, you know, I'll hear a song that I grew up to that I was familiar with. I had the album at one time. And, you know, some of the ad libs, things in between, all of a sudden you're hearing different things. Because what happens is uh, they take one of those alternative tracks, and that's what they re-release as opposed to the track that 
we were used to hearing because a lot of those tapes aren't available anymore, you know? And, what, and what's really, really wild is you, you were talking about Danny doing a, a number of tapes, and if you had a great engineer in the room, you were able to put intro to the best one to the outro of the best one. Now, you could even Absolutely. go in between versions, uh, in between takes, and take the best of take one along with take three and take seven to make a complete record if you had a great engineer. And I watched some of the pioneers cut tape where you were holding, your heart was in your mouth because you knew once they put the blade to the tape that they weren't going to be able to undo it, the button. And today, I think it's just absolutely amazing the options that even even, uh, a novice has at his fingertips. It's just scary. Yeah. Scary is a good word. Yeah, it is a pretty good word these days. Um, but, uh, again, Dan, what are you working on now? What, tell me what's happening. You know, projects like I used to, I, I still do a lot of voiceovers. Uh, I get things sent to me and, uh, still doing some TV commercials, but, uh, you know, when you get old, they don't want an old gray hair guy anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, um, but there are some things in the work. Uh, Tony Bon Jovi and I have been talking about, uh, doing a project, uh, sometime this year. Uh, we've been talking about it for years, but we said, you know, when we do it this time, it's got to be monumental. So, you know, just get ready for something coming up soon. And hopefully we bring Guy in. Too. Guy and I, we've been talking for years about doing another project. And, uh, you know, and, and when I do it, you know, it's got to be something that's exciting. You know what I mean? That we can get a lot of people excited, not just going in and just doing a song. You know, it's right. got to be something that, you know, that – you know, that people at all ages love uh, something that after I'm gone, you know, people are going to be playing. And But, uh, but you know, it's, it's good to drink, you know, and, and it's funny because when you're in this business, you know, you, I remember, uh, you know, when I first started doing production, you know, you always had this dream about, you know, years from now, you know, rich millionaire because I was a famous producer and, you know, I'm going to be living, you know, fat. And it doesn't happen, you know, and it's so right. funny how – People, uh, you know, and there's a lot of big artists that I've met that you'd be surprised. Like, for instance, I got a call from a friend of mine years ago. I have a house down the uh, Jersey Shore, and uh, every Friday I, we would go down, and, you know, and I like to relax. You know, after spending a, a hard day, a hard week work, uh, doing work, you know, on, on the weekends I just want to relax. So uh, the one Friday I was unloading my van, phone rang. And buddy of mine, Nikki Vance, calls me and he says, hey, hey, what are you doing? I said, oh, Nikki, I said, I got down here. I, I just want to relax. I'm unloading the van. He goes, why don't you come up to Borgata, Atlantic City, and see me? Now, Atlantic City is probably about 20 minutes from where my place is at. I said, nah, Nikki, I said, no, I'm just really tired right now. He goes, come on up. He said, some friends of mine are playing up at the hotel here. I said, you know, come on up. He says, we'll go have a drink and, and we'll go see them. I'm like, nah, I really don't feel like it. And I had my speaker on. But my wife says to me, oh, why don't you go up and see them? I thought, oh. And, I, and all of a sudden he's going, okay, see, the boss is letting you out. I said, all right. I got to do that. I got to put, put my phone on speaker mode. <laughs> yeah, right. so, so, so anyway, so, so I drove up there. And on a Friday, you don't want to go up to Atlantic City because, again, it's it just me and crowded. And I, and I just don't like the crowds like I used to anymore. So I finally get up there. I go to the lobby, 
and uh, I go to the front desk, and I said, oh, yeah, Nick Van. She goes, oh, she goes, hold on a second. He's up in the penthouse. Oh, okay. So they had to get somebody to take me in the elevator. So I go up, and the uh, door opens, and there's like a uh, vestibule there. And he opens the door. Yo, what's going on? And he's hugging me. And how you been? And I, as I'm standing there, I'm looking. He has uh, all these jugs of wine uh, lined up against the uh, wall. I said, what's this? He goes, oh, these friends of mine are playing here tonight. He said, they like my wine. You know, I, I make wine every year. And as we're talking, you know, all of a sudden another guy comes, Mickey. He goes, Joey, get over here. He goes, Joey, this is Danny from Philadelphia. I said, hey, Joe. He goes, uh, oh, Joey, don't you? I'm like, ah, yeah, Joe Fatale. He says, yeah, you remember uh, the James gang? You remember Joe Walsh, Rocky Mountain Way? I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, he wrote Rocky Mountain Way with with uh, with Joe Walsh, I'm like oh hey how's it now? In the meantime, here comes this other guy, comes up the elevator. It looks like a biker, you know, and little heavy set. Nikki, hey Stevie, get over here, right? And he's hugging Steve. This guy Steve he goes, Steve this is a buddy of mine from Philly, Danny. I'm like hey Steve, how you doing? So as we're talking, here comes another guy, and I'm thinking this guy looks familiar, and he's got a British accent. Nikki, here they ran that even still. That oh, was wow. his buddies in there that night, and here Crosby, Stills, and Nash was playing there. So we're sitting around and crack all around drinking, and uh, so Nick says to Steve, Steve, why are you guys still playing, man? You guys got to be millionaires. He goes, bull, bull. He goes, oh, we're not millionaires. He goes, I got bills to pay. So that whole light on the business. I thought, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, we put them up on the pedestal. They're icons. We grew up to them. They pioneered the music. But, you know, they got to work, you know, and, and also the industry and the way it is, people think, well, they had hit records, they're multimillionaires. But that's not the truth, you know? Right. Yeah, it doesn't and, work uh, like that but, at all. Yeah. No, but, I, but, I, but his buddy, so I ended up seeing the whole concert from the side of the stage <laughs> where the guy did the contract. So uh, I was kind of glad I did go off stuff that night, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know you're only joking. Danny, we're Dan, yeah. we're live. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we're live. Is this, what is, this? is this radio or internet? This is internet radio. Oh, okay. Is it? Is it, uh, I mean, if there's words you can't say. I mean, is it like? Uh, or I can, no, you you can you can have at it. I always mark all of my shows explicit, <laughs> just you know, because I know. Oh, okay, okay. So I can say I can say the seven words. That Flips out or something, right? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, that's. But we will great. be we will be started tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Um, on MileHighRadio.com, and they uh, they usually have over like 15,000 listeners a month. So. Um, oh, beautiful. Yeah. So if we didn't, if you guys, if you're listening now and you didn't catch the whole show live, you can you know tune into them every Friday night. Um, but yeah, this has been a really really great show. I appreciate you guys for hanging out so much. Um, I think that the system is going to kick us off in about five or ten minutes here, so I wanted to be able to say goodbye. Probably. Okay, well, Jersey, Jersey loves you. Oh, you know, Florida loves you, and I'm going to be in Jer- uh, what the 10th. I keep saying the 10th or the 11th, so Guy guy and I haven't settled on a date, but it may be both, knowing us. Good, and I'm here. Open door. Can't wait to see you. Absolutely. Dan, you need to come down and so I can uh, properly meet you. I'll definitely be there. Uh, the last party was, was great. I mean, it was really, really good. A beautiful night. 
Uh, he had great food that was catered there, uh, great music, and, of course, uh, Guy being the host. I mean, you know, you couldn't get a better host. And and that studio is just gorgeous. I mean, it's been and I've been in what since '98. I've been going there, and it's it's just keeps you know it hasn't changed. Just and and you know gone downhill. It's he's done nothing but keep building it up over and over over the years, and it's just amazing. Maintenance is is And the artists, the artists that have supported there, you know, you name it. You know, it's it's definitely a an institution there in uh, in Jersey. It is. Well, it thank is. you. you know, Thanks. Thank you both. Prince had a and, CD um, out uh, early 2000s called Musicology, and you know I frequently think about that term and and how something you know like that could go on in Guy's studio, just teaching about music, every aspect of it, from from beginning to end, from back end business to the artistic side of it. I mean, he's he's done it all, and he's seen it all, and he knows it all. Yeah, I, I was teaching uh, at university level there for a few years over at Monmouth University. I taught record production with Don Lennon's string arranger, Ron Frangipani, who did such songs as Happy Christmas and Woman is Nigger of the World for John. Yeah, Ron did most of the of the stuff that a lot of other string arrangers didn't want to touch because they were afraid that they'd have to wake up in the morning. You know? Exactly. And yeah. uh, so, so uh, teaching it today is is pretty wild because now there's a few schools I don't even take internships from because the first thing these kids have really, really need is to be schooled on how difficult it is even even have a place uh, to want to take um, and share their secrets with you, you know? Yes. Uh, they, need to t- they need to teach studio ethics at a lot of these schools, and they don't do that. And that's right. how I open up my class with studio ethic. And um, there's a, a place for everybody in the world. You just need to know to stay in that place where you belong, from the producer to the writer to the artist, even to the fan that's in the studio. They need to uh, act appropriately. Um, yep. And uh, it's beautiful to be able to, to see it again and again here every day in Classic Studio because we are a classic studio. This was sculpted from the ground up to be a studio. I sat in front of the planning board for three and a half years uh, with the design for the studio because it was built from the ground up to house open microphones. And that's, mm-hmm. uh, it, that's how it landed the cover of Mix Magazine in August 1990. And we celebrate every day in classic studio. Um, it's not the kind of room that you would essentially, let's just say, cut and paste just because you can. Uh, it's the right. kind of room that if you need to put it on tape and cut the tape, we could do that too. It's got the best of both analog and digital, and we share it. It, it is, and can you give the address, Guy? It's 1299 Highway 33, Farmingdale, New Jersey. And there is soon to be a uh, another new website, 1299onthehighway.com, and um, there will be some music there soon. It's being redesigned and reconstructed specifically to make a new appearance for 2018. Nice. Awesome. And then hopefully on May 10th or 11th, Guy and I, we haven't, uh, we need to work out the logistics, but we're going to do some sort of show or play one of our shows from his studio that day. So we will be together. And uh, so stay tuned for that. Again, thank you guys so much for being here. And, you know, it's uh, people like you that just, we need, we need to hear these stories. These, These musicians, these younger musicians coming up today, they need to know the history. 
and uh, because that they, they're not going to be able to create history if they don't know history. So um, I appreciate you guys coming on and telling your story. And, you know, one day in the future, I think I just want to have a, a maybe like a three-hour show, and we just talk, and you guys tell all the stories you can, and we'll play a couple tunes, and, you know, hopefully you'll come back and we'll do that. Sounds good. Hey, listen, thanks That's again, and, and wonderful. good luck with the show. Yeah, thanks so much. This is usually uh, we usually play Prince music, um, but I frequently go off the rails and and do uh, different type of theme type shows, and including this one uh, and seventies and eighties music. So yes, tune in and uh, anytime you want to do a show or and you have a great voice uh, for radio, Dan. So you want to host one? I'll do all the back end. You know anything you want? Let me know. (laughs) (laughs) I think I think Danny I think Danny and I both want to say that it was awful that we lost such a talent in Prince. When we did. Oh, yes. I mean, here's a guy who had everything to live for, and, and his music was just phenomenal. Well, respect yeah. here and everywhere. Yeah, I've, had, I've worked on his website team with him back in 1999, and uh, I have a bunch of stories to tell from that point on. But I started the uh, NPG Underground when he closed his music club down in 2006. I uh, left about 65,000 people displaced online. So I opened up the Underground, and, and here we are 10 years later. So uh, it's been quite a ride, and, you know, because we had such strict no bootleg policy, you know, you couldn't come on my site and sell Prince, Prince bootleg, which was a big problem on the Internet. And because of that, he'd kind of leave us alone and let us use his image and, you know, play a song here or there on the website, and he left us alone while he was suing everybody else. So we're pretty grateful to be here, and we will – Well, we love you know, what you're doing. We stuff. love what you're doing. Yes, thank we you. Thank you so doing. much. So. Keep it up. All right, so guys, I'm going to tell you good night, and uh, I appreciate all of you for, for being here, Marshall Thompson, uh, Steve Forbert, everybody for being here. And I'm going to go ahead and go out on a Prince song, and this is from Sign of the Times, one of his best double album from the, the late 80s, I believe, Sign of the Times came out. But this song in particular is underrated. You don't, you don't hear it a lot. So. But this is it, and this is Prince. You have been listening to Instagram Radio. And uh, I appreciate you hanging out with us, and we will see you again soon. Thanks.